Hello, hello, hello. My name is Adam and this is the Out of Bounds Podcast. And today we have an episode all about outdoor media, outdoor media brands. And I get to talk some shit and talk some good. And I'm anxious. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, before we jump into the episode, a lot of cool stuff going on right now. We just released a collab with Volet. Those straps that are limited edition and Pamplemousse flavored are available on the website now uh, for your purchase. And there is just a few of them so if you'd like one go get them asap and uh and we'll get you all hooked up also obviously subscribe to the youtube leave us a review on apple Podcasts, spotify the whole deal before we jump in rocky talkie is a sponsor of the out of bounds podcast rocky talkie's been a great partner to us and it makes communicating with your friends in the backcountry on a hike on a shoot if you're shooting video or photo and just keeping in touch with your friends, super, super easy. It's got a built-in Memu carabiner, so you can clip it onto anything. It's got a huge range, one to five miles, and it's designed for communication. Small, it's lightweight, it's only eight ounces. So get yourself a Rocky Talkie and go to rockytalkie.com slash out of 10 and save 10% off of your purchase. These things are rad. We've been using them for a little bit here, and they've made our lives a lot easier when it comes to communicating with each other. It's way easier than using a phone, especially when you're in areas like we did a shoot at Rasputitsa and there was no service. So Ethan and I really couldn't communicate with each other without these things. So props to Rocky. They're affordable and uh, they're even more affordable if you go to rockytalkie.com slash out of 10. Save yourself 10% off. We're also brought to you by Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada makes the best, the best non-alcoholic drink, beer, whatever we're calling it. In Hop Splash, it is awesome it's light it's great for people that don't want to have a beer but still want to hang out with their friends and feel like they have something in their hand that makes sense for the occasion get yourself a hop splash because that is what we have all been smashing all spring long it's great zero calories zero additives like the thing is it's rad so sierranevada.com you can get yourself some or you can go to your local liquor store if they sell it otherwise get your favorite alcoholic beverage at your local store from Sierra Nevada, obviously, much must be 21 years of age or older to grab it. Cool. Now on to the episode that I'm anxious about. Cool. Bye. All right. We got a solo episode, and we're going to talk about media. Uh, why are we going to talk about media? There's a couple of reasons. One, I've had a lot of conversation with people lately about the conglomeratization uh, of media in the outdoor space. Uh, whether it's outside, buying everything, uh, the arena group buying powder and bike mag and surf, uh, there there's a lot, right? Like everything is kind of mixed in together. Everybody is owned by the same few people at this point, with the exception of some of the independent mags and websites and all that good stuff, which we'll get into. Uh, the other reason is I think a lot of the media now is doing a lot of stuff that isn't traditionally what they do. They're just doing stuff for ears, right? Like ears and eyes and clicks. And that's, that's a weird place to be, right? Because traditional outlets, what they have used as their number one source um, of income or attachment is no longer their number one source. So now they're trying to find something new. They're trying to make themselves relevant in a way that is 
applicable for 2023 and beyond. Uh, and it puts us in an interesting position because a lot, I think all forms of media are what we need. And I think we need people to be good at all forms of media. Um, I think we need people that we can really lean on in an expert in a that are experts in a specific field. And I think we're losing a bit of that. I think everybody, I mean, us included, is trying to do too much too often instead of honing in on the things that they've always done well, figuring out how to make those things work. I, I think that's become a bit of an issue. But anyway, and I also want to talk about it because we've, a lot of these a lot of the people that have made the magazines, the media outlets successful over the past decade plus uh, have moved on to new companies. Uh, their companies have been subject to being bought out and they no longer, their jobs no longer exist in that same space. So I find it, uh, I don't know, I think we're in a, like as media members, I think we're in a precarious position right now. And I think that people consuming the media have to have opinions. Uh, and I'm curious to see at the end of this where people's opinions lie on what, on where outdoor media is right now and what they think and what they think is good and what they think is bad. And I'm curious to hear who people think is, are doing a good job, who people think are doing a bad job, and obviously I will give some takes as well. Uh, let's, let's start talking a little bit about the conglomeratization um, of the industry, whether that's ski or bike, it's happening everywhere. Outside, owning, cycling tips, Outside owning, pink bike, ski, and obviously a huge group of other me like outdoor media. Uh, and, and even outside of outdoor media, they own things like Bike Reg now. Um, you know, the thing where you would go and you would register for your races, your events. Um, like, that's what I grew up registering registering for events on um and i've done that for a long time so now outside owns that too here's the problem outside has no idea what they're doing on their own for a lot of these companies they're being run they were traditionally being run and made happen and being made relevant by the people that work there Many of those people have either quit, been laid off, um, or just completely relegated to staying there and having no control of what types of things happen functionality-wise in the business anymore. Um, I think Cycling Tips is the biggest example of that. I think you could argue, argue Ski is a big example of it, but I don't think anyone really cares um, cycling tips is one that people have been bothered by and have <clears throat> and there's a response to it right in escape collective 
So cycling tips was like a beacon for good cycling journalism. They did a great job putting out articles, reviews, content, and somehow making the audience really, really care. I mean, getting millions of site visits every month. So it was sad for me to see cycling tips get bought out and then immediately start hearing from people there that they're kind of having their wings clipped and they're already not ready to do the kinds of things that they want to do and that made them be where they are um and now it's come so far where those people have left they've started their own thing in escape collective and cycling tips now forwards to outside.com it's uh it's a shame. I mean, why buy it if you're just going to tank it? But that's what outside does. Um, they buy things, they tank it, they buy things, and they don't commit to it. I mean, look at the NFT uh, web IO project that they did. Outside IO. Like, what the fuck happened with that? It completely died. Nothing happened with it. They spent all this money. They took all this money. <clears throat> they took all this money in, and now they're like, oh, no, that didn't happen. Like, it's gone. It disappeared. But it was never going to happen. Like, I don't understand how a company that size can do that. Outside owning... Well, let's just finish up on this one before I jump into more outside trash talk. Um, so, yeah. I mean, cycling tips is for all intents and purposes dead and now escape collective exists where you have probably the best collection of cycling journalists and reviewers all under one roof uh, it's a subscriber model uh, which they actually really like um, one it shows interest it shows commitment to the brand I think it makes the subscriber feel more committed to the brand because they're paying for it. So it's like, I'm paying for it. Uh, like, I'm here. I'm here because I mean it, you know? So I think it creates a very committed audience. They've done a great job. They did a great job with the launch. <clears throat> they did a great job getting people to kind of know what it was that they were doing uh, before it actually happened. So all the props in the world to the escape collective guys. If you are not a subscriber, I would highly recommend doing so as one of the few outdoor outlets that are worth committing to, in my opinion. <clears throat> Next we Warren Miller was purchased by outside outside. And now, you know, there's no, Annual film coming out next year. No new annual film with athletes. Fired the cinematographer or let him go or whatever, however we're saying it. And Warren Miller is turning into a very... It, it already kind of was feeling dated. And now it's, it's going to feel even more dated because we're going to start getting a like compilation of old films um for like a special movie for next year but really it's just 
I don't know. It seems like a cop out to me. So that's Warren Warren Miller. I don't. And I mean, I get it. It's hard to make an annual film. It's expensive, and then you got to go tour it. And I mean, Level One stopped doing it, right? Still made films, but Level One stopped doing it. Maybe it's just hard. I mean, may, like, and maybe that's it. And I, if that's the case, I'm okay with them doing that. I think to tour it is still a little weird. I think you put it online for free. I think you let people go watch it. I get it. People have a certain nostalgia towards Warren Miller. And they want to show up with their families to the theater. And I think that's great. If that's what you want to do, you want to go pay 15, 20 bucks to go sit and watch this like recycled footage, I think you should, genuinely. Um, but, you know, you've seen a lot of that traditional film media die or shrink over the last few years. Um, like I said, Level One not doing an annual film anymore while they still made some awesome stuff um like parker series uh i think you kind of started to see the writing on the wall with that beyond that um magazines as far as magazines go when you're talking about ski magazines you have ski obviously free skier Mountain Gazette sort of counts. Adventure Journal sort of counts. Did I say Ski Journal? Ski. Free Skier. Mountain Gazette. Adventure Journal. Ski Journal. Those are... Am I blanking on anybody else important right now? Oh, Powder is back, but we don't know how many... How many films they're going to do. Or how many films. How many magazines they're going to do. Um, there will be a gear guide. Um, to my knowledge. But I don't think there's going to be. I shouldn't say that. I don't, I don't know for sure. That there is or isn't going to be. New um, magazines all the time. It'll be different than it was before. And I, I will say. We'll talk about the powder thing in a minute. Ski. And outside. I don't think anybody cares about a lot of what they put out. I have watched the clickbaity stuff get pretty crazy uh, over the last six months, maybe even longer, at Ski. And I, like, they put out this article about this Australian... Australian, Austrian ski resort, their logo looking like Antifa, and like that was an insane clickbaity title. It, like, I've seen them literally, like, us, we've cut videos, like, on Instagram. Like, I've cut a specific cut of video from someone else like to repost and like put our own shit over it and then ski has reposted it multiple multiple times like pretending that they found it on their own i think all that's fine it, it, i just don't care anymore for that stuff and i think that's really all there is to it there is a place for ski. There 
is still a lot of good journalism. There's a lot of people at Ski that I really like. I always feel the need to say that because I'm not talking to any one person. I think it's it's just what ends up happening as a collective business. It's not any one decision, any one person making a decision that end, that makes things end up like this. It's the environment. It's the way the business runs. It's the collective total of like it's those results when all the individuals work together it's what it's what is made of that so i am not a big fan of ski right now and uh that is it is what it is i think some of the gear stuff is good but i think it's half ads like if you open the magazine right now it's like 40 percent ads and i get it ads in magazines right now are not like the most popular selling item but it's a lot of ads and i don't really understand what the deal is there but i'm sure i'm gonna get a bunch of shit for having an opinion on where ski is at i think it can get better i think it will get better and if you have opinions and want to tell me why I'm wrong and why ski is the best, feel free. I'm happy to listen. But uh, as of current, um, it's pretty low. Um, pretty low on my list of ski media, at least that I am that I am a fan of. Free skier is not much higher for me. Um, it seems like. Internally, they're in a little bit of disarray. There's a lot of stuff that I shouldn't really talk about that seems like it's going on over there. I Free Skier is what I grew up on. Um, free Skier is the one that I want to see do really well. Um, but I think it seems very confused over there. Um, I cannot tell you the last thing that I picked up and actually read in the magazine. I, you would have to go back four years, five years probably. Um, it, it just, there hasn't been a need to pick up a free skier magazine in a long time. Now, the online articles that they do, some of the articles that they're putting out um, and make their way online are actually really good. Um, and I think there's some positive trends there. Um, I do not like some of the content and some of the people that are working in alignment with them. Um, there's there's something very off and something very bro-y about what they do. And I, I don't, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it and I don't think it's, I don't think it's great. However, everybody can do what they want. Everybody can be who they want. And I'm sure your parents will be proud of you or whoever you care about being proud of you, being proud of you, you know? But I just don't like, there's there's a feeling in the culture there that, and in some of the people that are contributing there, that I do not enjoy. And that's kind of where I'll leave it. I will also say there's a lot of people I really, really enjoy that work there and contribute there. So... You know, take it with a grain of salt. 
Ski Journal. I think Ski Journal has some of the best photography, has some of the best writing, and I have nothing but good things to say about Ski Journal. Um, I think the marketing needs to be a little better. Uh, I think more people need it in their hands. I think a lot of the people that spend money on a ski or free ski or subscription realistically should be spending money on Ski Journal. If you have money to buy both or all, buy all. But um, a lot of people are picking one and sticking with it. Ski Journal would be one of my picks um, towards the top. Um, parallel to that, Adventure Journal um, is probably my favorite right now. Uh, I think the little recipes in the back of the book, I think the the way the articles are written, I think the, the fact that the ads are really slim uh, in Adventure Journal are really great. I... I think what they put out is really good. I will say, I think they're the worst at social media, but I think the magazine, quality-wise, is top tier. Uh, I think the stuff that they put out is is phenomenal. Um, the big magazine, the oversized one, like the, the one that's oversized and like they think it's like a marketing campaign. And then they're going to be, like, using every time someone says that it, the magazine's too big as a marketing campaign. I am going to sit on a hard no comment there. Um, beyond the fact that I will say the, the magazine is really good. A lot of the writing is really good. The photos are awesome. Um, but as far as... The brand, I'm going to hard no comment, okay? All across ski media, right? Like these are some of the major things in ski media right now. I don't think, <clears throat> I don't think anybody does everything well. Uh, I think everybody is doing one thing well, one thing okay. Like I think ski is actually doing a good job on social right now, even though they've copied a bunch. I like remember someone at ski in the marketing realm literally told me making memes was dumb. What are they doing now? Making terrible memes because they know it gets clicks. Okay. I do think ski is pretty good at social. Um, I don't really know what else they're great at, but some of the writing is really good. Um, there, there isn't, I guess my point here, Mountain Gazette, right, makes a great magazine with great writing and great photos. They, they don't do much else all that great, in my opinion. Adventure Journal, like I said, dog shit at social. Really, like, not bad, I guess. I, like, <laughs> I said dog shit, and now I'm, like, not bad. I'm backpedaling here. Uh... Not the worst, but not great. I think all these brands do something well, and, and I'm, I'm interested to see how they will change over the next couple of years, as, especially as some of these brands get pressure from their parent companies, because a lot of these have a parent company now. As they get pressure from their parent companies to get more clicks, to get more eyeballs, what does that look like going forward? 
yeah, I, I'm really curious to see what happens. So now, now that we've talked about all that, enter powder back into the discussion for 2023 and 2024. Powder is going to do a gear guide. Powder is going to and is already doing a bunch of really good localized online articles. And they're paying attention to the local audience, right? Like Annika Williams writing for, she lives in Utah. She's writing articles in Utah. Like there's, there's something there with the new management of Powder. Powder is going to do a good job reinvigorating themselves in a way that's going to allow them to separate what they do from everybody else. They want to drive people to the website. They want to put out good online content that people care about, right? Stuff you're going to share. Stuff you're going to talk to your friends about. Stuff we're going to talk about on the podcast. Like, that's their goal. And they have a great team. Uh, Cy Whitling as the gear editor is a huge thing for me. Um, Dave Reddick is back. Like, there's, there's a lot of really good positive things um, to powder. Obviously, they could screw it up. I don't think they're going to. Um, I think that group is uh, is really smart. They're run by a lot of really smart people. And I think there's a positive future ahead for Powder and Bike and all the Arena Group brands. I really do. Um, talk a little bit about outside. Everybody shits on outside all the time. Um, myself included, like they're an easy punching bag for me, but I do think that there's a lot of wonderful people that work there. I do think that there's a lot of things that they try to do well. I think the top leadership at outside, um, is very, there's clearly an issue there because all of these decisions that get made for cuts, for layoffs, for, the clickbaity shit that comes out and like the incentivizing for clickbaity shit comes from the top. So there's something wrong there. Um, there's actually a really cool thread. Cool is the wrong word, but there's a thread on Twitter about outside IO and what happened. Um, I want to say his name is Kyle Frost. Um, but it's really good. I'll try to remember to include it in the show notes. It's, it breaks down what happened with it, the timeline, and what's going on now. Um, so I think to see something like that clear as day, like in terms of what they do, and just have a hard example of the type of shit that outside does is the reason that <clears throat> is the reason that people don't love them anymore. I think that's it. People gave them shit about like making some of these articles like paid. I, I don't think that that's a problem. Like you have to have an outside subscription to, to do that and to see whole articles. Right. Um, and to watch some events. I don't, the watching of events I don't like, like outside is, uh, that's, too niche for me it's too it's gross I don't like it I don't mind paying for writing I actually think that that's a good thing and we did for a long time so I, I don't think 
we paid for their writing for a long time. So I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's warranted. If you want good writing, you got to pay for it. I think that's fine. News stuff is different. Should you have to pay for news? No. But should you have to pay for an article that someone put a lot of time and effort and research into? Yes, I, I, I could see that for sure. <clears throat> um, beyond that, obviously there's other forms of media that are doing really well right now. Um, in the podcast space, obviously you have the bomb hole does exceedingly well. Um, dirtbag diaries is always great. Um, the two other ski specific ones in Powell and low pressure. Um, great. We've been running for a long time. Very much personal preference and interviewer style. Like if those are your kind of show, and usually it's one or the other. I think there's not a ton of people, and I might be wrong, that listen to all three shows. Like whether it's my show and those <clears throat> and those two guys. I think everybody has a different style, and if you vibe with it, cool. If you don't vibe with it, cool. So. That's that. Those are the podcast ones. Obviously, we have four shows or whatever we have, and we're figuring out our own stuff. And I don't know what works for us, and we're still we're still working on what works for us, I guess. We're trying to figure out what works well for us and what doesn't. Um, and I, th I think that's what's kind of bringing me full circle here is we're all every member of the media right now I think is trying to figure out what works for them because what used to work does not work anymore you can't just post on Instagram and expect to get 2,000 likes because you have 5,000 followers like it just doesn't work like that anymore like you'll have 100,000 followers post an article headline and get 12 likes you know, like it's it's just the reality of the situation. It's not that the content's bad. It's that people aren't clicking on it. People aren't, it's not causing discourse. That And that's where the problem becomes or the problem arises. I think journalism being clickbaity is a dangerous thing. I don't really like it and I don't think I'll ever like it. But there does need to be some clicky component to it. You can't just be like, or otherwise we would all title things Article 1, Article 2, Article 3, right? Like there there would be no incentivization for a reader or a listener to click on something if we just had boring-ass titles. But I think there's a, there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it and there is some kind of line um, that should exist. And that's kind of where I'm going to leave it. Here's what I would like to see more of. I would like to see, especially in ski, right? Like, obviously, we talked a little bit about bike, and we could talk about pink bike and that whole mess, but, and maybe we will later, but I've got ski on my mind, like ski media brands, not ski magazine. <clears throat> I would like to see us all work together more. I would like to see more collaboration. Um, I would like to see more, and I'm not even talking about us necessarily, like sure, would we? Yeah, but that's not what I mean. I just mean, I think 
there's an opportunity for everyone to work together um, to try to create better media, to try to create better experiences, to try to take the best of the best from each mag, from each publication, from each outlet, and have them work together on issues that are important to the community. I think there's there's a lot of good that could be done in media if we all try to help each other. So I hope that that becomes more of the norm. I really, I really do, because I think there's things that we do well that other places don't do well that I'm happy to help with, but I think there's things that they do well that I'm terrible at um, and that we're not great at yet. Like, I think that there's things that Powder's going to do that other places wish they could do, and I think there's opportunity for that. I think Mountain Gazette has a great writing platform. I think there's opportunity to for Mount Gazette to help other magazines. Like, <clears throat> I get it. It's like it's a business, right? Like you're fighting with everything, but like, help another out- outlet that's growing. Not uh, again, uh, not us. I do not want their help, but <laughs> I I think there's an opportunity to help an outlet that's growing or trying to find themselves and and work to make the content better overall um, because I think help is how we all get to a better like we wouldn't be where we are now without somebody helping us without other places helping us consistently so I'd like to see that maybe not within the bigger brands but I'd like to see <coughs> younger writers younger contributors get a shot making these organizations these media outlets better there's a lot of really talented people coming up right now um, and I think not only should they get a shot I think they should be paid and I think they should be paid on time which is an issue that one of these publications has um, pretty often all the time I think if they're I think there's new blood, new people, new writers, new photographers that should be getting a chance to shine for a lot of these outlets right now. Um, And I think they will. I think it'll get better. And I can't wait till it does because I think there's an opportunity for growth in the industry if media does a good job. I think there's an opportunity to make the whole industry a better place if media does a good job. I really think that media media shapes the way a lot of people talk about skiing or biking. Media shapes the way they think about it. Media shapes the way they engage with it. So I think that there's a responsibility on the media to do a good job and to constantly improve. And... I hope that that I hope that that happens. I don't know that it's going to, but I hope that that happens. Um, all of this being said, if anyone has a photographer they really like that hasn't gotten their shine, if they are a photographer or a writer that hasn't gotten their shine, uh, hit us up. Shoot us an email, Adam out of podcast dot com. Um, trying to give people opportunities here. Um, and we are not, 
trying to be like one of these other publications that just says, oh, yeah, pitch me, and then never answers. Like, we'll answer you, we will talk, and we'll see what it comes up, like, we'll see what we come up with. Doesn't mean we're going to make it happen, but I'm willing to have the conversation. Um, and I'm willing to, like, I really want to give new people an opportunity to have their work out there and for them to shine. Like, I just think, I think that's how we help people that are trying to push something, that are trying to, like, further their own careers. Like, it's just, we want to promote the good things in the media that surrounds our sport. Um, Not because we think they're, like, like, I don't know. I think just doing good things is good. <laughs> like, that's that's as simple as it is. So, I, yeah. I just want to see good stuff come out of the industry, and I hope that more good stuff happens to come up in the near future. Because I think we have an opportunity where a lot of media could just die. Right? I think a lot of media could just die in the next couple of years if we don't, if it doesn't get better, right? If the content doesn't get better, if the way that we hold media accountable doesn't get better, if the, the parent companies to these media brands don't, don't start giving a shit, like, there's, there's something here. And I know there's an argument that, like, oh, we're trying to do it this way because the parent company wants us to do it this way. And it's like, we all know how that goes. As soon as the parent company starts deciding every little thing about how you want it run, about how they want it run, it's going to die. The writing's on the wall anyway. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Cycling tips being a prime example. So, I don't know. That's it for now. Um, If you have questions, adam at outofpodcast.com. Obviously, you can slide into the DMs at Out of Collective on everything, I believe. Twitter might be Out of Podcast. Um, but I hope everyone has a wonderful day. And I hope everyone remembers that I'm not talking to any individuals. I'm talking to the brands and the way that they are being run. Um, and I hope no one takes any of what I said personally. I, I mean it all to be constructive. Uh, and hopefully something positive come out of it. So until next week, bye.